When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. But now looking back, this is exactly what I did. What are all the things that he did that I accepted that time after time, even when he said sorry, I so wanted to believe that he would change that I forgave him. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Relationship Theory. I am here with my lovely wife, Lisa, and today we are talking toxic relationships. Yes, we are. We have are. a viewer question. We have a question. This question is from Samara. Hey guys, how do you overcome the fear of getting into a loving and healthy relationship after healing from a toxic and heartbreaking past? How do you learn how to trust again? Well, hiding in the question is the answer. You actually have to heal from it. And to me, that process begins with really figuring out what your role in that toxic relationship was. Like, look, I get it. Even if all you did wrong was selection, at least owning that and figuring out what are the things you need to look for. And you know me, I am wildly distressed by how important your childhood is and in terms of your development and its impact on everything, including relationships. But figuring out things like what was the attachment style of your parent and how may that have influenced the type of um, relationship partner that you choose and really processing through that stuff because there's nothing you can do about that other person. You cannot make them be better. You cannot make them do the work and figure things out. But you can choose more wisely in the future. Yeah, I was thinking about, so before I met you, I was in a relationship for three years and he wasn't very nice at all. It could, now we would call it a toxic relationship for sure. Mm. Um, he was verbally abusive and just not a very nice human being. Um, but when I look back at... He gave you a wedding present though. <laughs> a wedding present, a brick through my car. Yes, indeed. <laughs> on our wedding, on the night before our wedding, that's true. It was very nice of him actually. Very sweet. So, Memorable. So nice. Unique. He's a great guy. You have to give him that. Um, <laughs> so when I look back now, um, I wasn't really thinking about how do I not get in this, this same type of relationship again. I just remember thinking all the things he did, I'm never going to accept again. And so when I met you, you literally acted as polar opposite to the way he did. And so like now thinking about it, obviously that's a good sign, but understanding what, what was toxic in your past relationship in the first place, um, what are the things that, and I'm, I know you're not, you don't want to play the blame, claim, get the, the blame game, and I totally get that, but there is something to what did I forgive? What did I accept that was toxic? And I just kept What do you mean I don't want to play the blame game? The way that you had said it, it's like, even if the only thing that you did was selection. Oh, I love what you're saying. Okay. 
So but I think I, you're trying I'm to caveat the fact that to me, if you're in a toxic relationship, yeah, yeah I just don't want people self-blame. So yes, correct, yeah, yeah. correct. Sorry, that's what I mean. So I don't want people to blame themselves, but I think it is very powerful to have ownership, right? So it's if it was me, it literally would be what are the things that I forgave, and I did do this with him. I wasn't as articulate. But now looking back, this is exactly what I did. What are all the things that he did that I accepted that time after time, even when he said sorry, I so wanted to believe that he would change, that I forgave him. Now it's like those are signs to me in my next relationship. So you nev- you've never called me names, right? That was like the fi- one of the things in an argument you have said. I call you names all the time. Mean Beautiful. Called. Sure. Sexy. Mean, mean Smart. cool names is what I mean. Right. So finding these things of, not triggers, sorry, flags, red flags. Oh, okay, my last relationship did this. I started to feel anxiety every time I was around him because he would do X, Y, and Z. Okay, well, maybe the anxiety feeling is trying to tell you something. So maybe that's a signal for next time in another relationship if you start to feel anxiety. Um, But actually, sorry, I want to go back to the healing process. So what you were saying is finding out where that came from, where that stems from, that maybe it's an insecurity or something, but then what would you suggest they do with it? Well, I think the healing process is multifaceted. And first I want to say out loud that a, most people will not um, succeed in that process at the level they could without seeking a professional, somebody that really knows how to walk them through that. And an amazing therapist is worth their weight in gold. Um, Having said that, I think that a big part of the work you're going to have to do, whether by yourself or with a therapist, is going to be what you're talking about, which is taking responsibility for the things you can control, because there's nothing you can do about the other person. Forgiving yourself, which is going to be huge, because if you're just lashing yourself about all the mistakes you made, like getting people to take responsibility, as you very eloquently put it, is not about getting them to blame themselves, Mm. even though I personally, people can look up all kinds of videos of me in the past. I'm very comfortable with that word. Everything is your fault. I love that mantra. But like, I say that in a way only to remind myself to take responsibility because, hey, I can get a different result. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's going to be huge. But the self-forgiveness is going to be massive. Like, you've got to go into that responsibility process without beating yourself up over it, it is just so that you understand all the different levers that you can pull in a relationship from recognizing behavior that you're not going to tolerate to having better criteria for selecting somebody, um, processing through something with somebody so you can, hey, stop, like this, you know, this is a line, you're calling me a name or whatever, that's not something I tolerate, so knowing how to set boundaries. Like there's just mm. all these different tools that people can have at their disposal But first, you have to take your power back by recognizing that, hey, I'm not a victim in this scenario. Even if I have been victimized, now I can choose to change my behavior on all manner of different levels. But I think people do have to let themselves off the hook so that they're not, you know, just stuck in this loop. And that to me is a big thing. Like when you talk about forgiveness, when you talk about, um, letting something go, like a lot of times that's where people get hung up is they can sort of pay lip service to, yeah, I get it. And, you know, I shouldn't have done it, but I did it, but they can't actually let it go. And so they step into the new relationship, carrying the baggage of the old relationship. And now they're judging that person as if they were the same person that hurt them previously. And so if you 
had responded to me as if I had done the things your previous boyfriend had done, we would never have been able to get the momentum because it just seems so out of left field, so like bizarre. Like, okay, sure, I misstepped, but I wasn't cruel, but you're responding to me like I was cruel. I was clumsy or I was awkward or maybe even insensitive, but not cruel. And so when people come in, you know, with like their dukes up and they're constantly ready to fight and they, they've never sort of backed away from red line, it's like you're always like tipping over into an aggressive posture and it's really hard to let yourself be open again. And so this is the phrase that I've always thought of is if you really want to be in love, you've got to recognize that part of what makes a loving relationship so intoxicating is that you're always in the middle of a trust fall, right? It could always go wrong. You are unguarded. You have given yourself over to somebody. You are open to being hurt again. And I am not saying people need to rush into that. You have to process your way through it. That's why I'm talking about a therapist. But until you can get back to the point where you are not ready to fight with them because of things that have happened in your past, but you are, in fact, oh, people need to watch a previous episode that we did where you said something brilliant, but you didn't use these words, but as you were saying it, I was interpreting it, that you need to let, you said, let go of expectations. And the way I was taking that in was like, you need to create space for what's really there. Like you need to, Oh, like let go of all the stuff that happened in the past so that you can see and respond to what is actually happening. And that I think is where people have to get to. And if they're still easily triggered because they're holding on, like they've forgiven themselves, maybe they've forgiven the other person, but they actually haven't let it go. And so like at a neurological level, they are still wired for that instant trigger into fight or flight. It just creates this weird barrier. The other person can tell that you've got your dukes up and you're going to attract somebody who's used to somebody whose attachment style is like avoidant. And so you get into a death spiral. And again, I hate to mention that your childhood matters, but like if you've got your dukes up, you're going to attract somebody who's used to that, who's clamoring to, no, 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 pay attention. And the more they're coming at you, the more you've got your dukes up, the more you get back into a dysfunctional relationship. Wow, that's so true. My God. There's so much there. The thing that really hit me as well, which is almost self-evident, but I'm not sure why my mind didn't immediately go to it, was building your own confidence. Um, You said that actually towards the beginning of the first thing is doing that so that you can set boundaries. And that was like so true in assessing everything that has happened in your past. And like you said, with no blame whatsoever, because you need to actually assess it and then be able to change it. But if you're going into it with blame, then you're not going to be able to clearly assess it. So assessing it, but then building the confidence in yourself so that and your boundaries so that when you go into that new relationship, if someone does then do the same thing that your past partner did, you now have the confidence to say, I'm actually not going to accept this. And now you're crossing a boundary and my boundary looks like this versus... um, if you don't know how to do that, then you may find that person being more and more toxic for you and you don't know where to draw that line, that boundary. Yeah, assertiveness training is no joke. Like, it, it is not a happy life to go through being unable to stand up for yourself. And I understand how people develop a sense of, um, you should stand up for me. 
Like you should protect me. Isn't that what this relationship is about? Is that's part of what you do for me is your armor for me against the outside world. And I get it, man. And it's beautiful when it happens, but God, you just can't rely on it. You've got to be able to stand up for yourself. And I know that one of, one of the most sought after things in therapy is assertiveness training Mm. because so many people are afraid to stand up for what they want. And you and I know from having employees, how hard it is to get people to say what's actually on their mind like when they like imagine somebody fears the death of a relationship well that fear is going to stop them from saying all the things that they need to say if they bring to this relationship with them a fear of abandonment or rejection oh my god like how many people come in with that fear of rejection and it's like they aren't able to say what they need to say be who they actually are and therefore the relationship gets off on the wrong foot and you start building these quiet resentments. And again, we spiral back into like you're, you're sort of retreating inside yourself, not saying the things you need to, having quiet resentments towards the other person, letting them get away with things that even like give them the benefit of the doubt. Let's say they don't even mean to be toxic, that they're not like some mean, nasty person. They're insensitive and that insensitivity is compounding over time and resentments are growing and growing and growing until they feel as hurt and betrayed by you as you feel by them and each party just not saying what's really on their mind. Or when they say it, they say it in a way that's lashing out, it's anger, they're at the you know, level of arguing about the tea. We won't go into what that means, but like the surface level argument Instead of getting into the insecurity that's almost always driving that. Mm -hmm. That was so fire. There it is. Mm -hmm. Drop that microphone. Drop the mic. All right, boys and girls, if you haven't already, we are here every week, multiple times a week, talking about the things that we've had to learn the hard way to make this relationship last for 20 years and hopefully you guys are able to learn from our mistakes and pitfalls so that you can learn easily what we learned with great difficulty if you haven't already be sure to subscribe and until next time my friends have a great relationship peace out (laughs)